Hey y'all, it's your girl Suki. Thank you for tuning in to Suki's Honeydew Project. You know what? I'm hoping you did something sweet for yourself today by getting to your list. If not, I'm here to help you do it. Today we'll be speaking with Nikita Penn, a beautiful person with an extraordinary journey. I cannot wait for you to learn her story. You can find me on Twitter at 80 Suburbia. You can also find me on the Slasher Sports Network on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you for tuning in. And let's check all things together. Thank you for tuning in to Suki's Honeydew Project. And today we are speaking with Nikita. Now, I call you Kita. I don't know what you want to go by professionally. <laughs> it's all good. Kita, Nikita. Um, it's, it's, that's who I am. Um, so I've, I've been called worse, for sure. Uh, <laughs> that's my name. <laughs> Thank you for joining me today. Um, I want to let everybody know that this is another person in my life that I've known since about... 1998 or so you can go ahead and change the dates if you want to like Porsche did but the truth is 99 99 or so it was probably 98 yeah I've been able to witness on um, Facebook, and we'll get into that a little bit. So, Nikita, um, can you go ahead and uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself? And um, uh, if you want to add some socials for where people can find you, you can do that as well. Sure. Yeah. So my name is Nikita Penn, formerly Nikita Nikita Jones. 2001 graduate of High Point University. I'm really showing my age here. Um, um, I am a, a wife um, for, I've been married for uh, almost 18 years now, a little over 17. Um, yeah, yeah. Congratulations, <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, it's not always easy, but it's worth it. So mm-hmm. it, we've, we've had fun. We've been together for a very long time. Um, I have two children, two daughters, 14 and 15, uh, well, almost 14. She's not quite 14 yet. Um, um, both girls, both very active. Um, and then I am the director of quality for a sparkling water company called Spindrift. We make sparkling water, um, with real fruit, um, real fruit juices and purees. So we're one of really only one on the market, um, that, that, that makes sparkling water the way we do. Um, so I've been with them for um, a little over four years. Prior to that, I work for, um, I, I have a degree in biology. Um, I couldn't remember if you got chemistry and I got biology or if you got both. Because I remember some people did double and I just couldn't Yeah, remember. I did. I was biology pre-med. I thought I was going to be an OBGYN. And then I, I was like, yeah, so maybe not. <laughs> yeah, so many ideas. I didn't realize how much chemistry was involved in being a doctor. And I was like, mm. Yeah. organic chemistry it's like it broke your soul <laughs> broke your spirit one of my professors had a 
poem outside of his door and it says something like at the end of it was like just let me survive with a d and that that was basically the goal that was that was organic chemistry was the first class that i actually cried like i got yeah. my grade and i like just went to my room and i cried just because yeah. yeah yeah but it changed a lot yeah. of people's lives but yeah okay it did um Thankfully, there's, I still have some people that I, I, I can like see that I'm living through vicariously through them because um, they, they finished it out. Um, but no regrets here. Um, so, yeah, I've been in the beverage industry pretty much. I, I went into microbiology a little bit when I first graduated. And then um, I worked for Miller, Miller Brewing, SAB Miller, Miller Coors for a little over 13 years um, and actually moved to Milwaukee for a few years and, and then moved back. Um, down here to North Carolina. Um, but yeah, I was in the quality group. I was quality manager for the plant that was in Eden, North Carolina, right before they closed. Yeah. Um, and so when they closed, I decided to to go elsewhere. And so in, I ended up at Spindrift, which was like a very nice progression into my career. Um, and we're headquarters is in Boston or Newton, Massachusetts. And I work from home here and travel as needed. So. Oh, that is so neat. Yeah. See, I did, I did microbiology for a while. Um, and then I did, um, I did some chemistry work for a while. I did not enjoy that because my personality <laughs> is like so non-scientist. And then, um, of course I did crime scene, which again, this personality on a crime scene yeah. was just a lot for a lot of people. <laughs> Even for myself, and I, I get that, yeah. So I wasn't yeah. the best, but I had a, I had a good time. So yeah. through all of that, you said, mm -hmm. let me try bodybuilding. <laughs> How did you go there? How did you fit that in? Yeah, so it's a funny thing, like getting out of college and, you know, like there's this weight gain and, and yeah. you're trying to figure the life out as a, as a new adult out here and you're like, broke in the beginning and sometimes so now um and food is not a cheap and you honestly if all, in all in all reality we have not been taught the right way to eat no and work out and so you it's it's a it's a comedy of errors <laughs> well i read somewhere that black people as a whole we use the right ingredients like we have the greens we have the color we just yeah. Put, put so much and extra into it and that's yeah. that's where we kind of mess up so yeah um so yeah so I started so I had two kids back to back they're 16 months apart um college I was probably somewhere around 115 pounds after my second daughter was born I think the scale I stopped weighing myself at one point but I, I think the scale got to about 190 um so I have I, I sent you a before and after picture of my 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 190 um, frame. Um, and yeah, so then multiple ways of losing weight. So I, I did Weight Watchers for a little while and that actually worked. I dropped probably about 40 pounds Weight Watchers and I got to somewhere around 150 and I just kind of like plateaued and wasn't, I was working out all the time, mm -hmm. um, cutting calories or trying well, to eat right or thinking that you're eating right and you're still not. And the Weight Watchers, did it feel like you were part of a community? Is that why you kind of like that in the um, beginning because I know a lot of people start there and it's like what what yeah Weight Watchers it is a community I started actually at work it was a work program um mm -hmm. so it was easy for me because I had two small children mm -hmm. I could do it at work and I could finish there and I could go 
I could go come home and I could make my meals and, and the points program kind of worked. But mm-hmm. the problem with Weight Watchers I found was that the points, you can kind of like play, play around with it a little bit. Yeah. And then like every two or three years, they'll switch it. And I think it's just so that you can buy the, <laughs> buy this stuff all over again. Yeah. Um, but they also don't necessarily tell you that you need to work out. Um, and I actually probably lost 40 pounds. Okay. Without working out hardly at all. Um, but then that plateau. Steps in and that was basically it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got to a happy place and then we moved, we moved back. Um, I will say living in Milwaukee, I just did not, it was like so cold up there that like I did not like being cold, like going out to eat and mm-hmm. being cold when I walk out of a restaurant. So we didn't eat out as much. We ate out like four months out of the year because that's when it was warm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My dad lives there and I only go in the summer. He's always trying to yeah. get me to come out during the winter. I'm like, nah, I'm good, dad. Mm-hmm. I'm really, I'm good on that. Yeah. Yeah. Like every time we would go to the lake, even in the summer, I had a jacket in the car because it's still a little bit breezy. Um, they're like, it's 90, it's been over 90 degrees for the last two days. We were like, okay, y'all like, come down to the south. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, so I, I actually ended up doing a lot of like trial and error. I went paleo for probably a year or so that worked out pretty good. It was a lot of homemade meals, um, everything fresh. That worked out for a little while. Then that fell off too. Um, we moved back. So then I'm back home and there's all this comfort food <laughs> and mac and cheese. And then I was the pamper chef for a little while. Um, then I was doing these parties and things. It's just, it's just easy to like coat everything in sugar and fat and, oh, it and is. it's, and it tastes delicious. It does. It does. And it feels <laughs> so good at the time. With the paleo, are you also involving your family or are you the only person that was doing it at the time? Yeah, at the time, all of us were doing it. Um, yeah, I feel like paleo people are very aggressive and like the whole <laughs> family is like, we're in this. This is a lifestyle. I'm like, but what if you want out? What if you want to break free? But it, it did work for it worked for a little bit. Yeah worked for a little while it worked for a little I think what happened I think we ended up somebody got the flu okay and it took us out for like took like three of us three of the four of us out in the middle of Wisconsin and we're the only like we didn't really have a like a large support system there um we did have some friends but it took three of us out and then I was like okay this is just too much and we ended up going back to like easy easy stuff (laughs) um And Milwaukee has some good food. Now, they don't have a lot of chains, but they've got some good food up there, too. They got some. And I love, I'm not even going to get into it. Yeah. I love the food there so Mm -hmm. much. So as you move through all these different kinds of changes and your family is moving back and forth, you said, I I really want to make a change or did something happen to where you... I wanted, so my husband's mom passed away in 2017. We had moved back. The plant had closed for Miller and we had gone through this cycle every week at the end of like the last six months of us working at Miller, the last probably six months we had, every Wednesday we had three catered meals and we had to be at all three of them. Um, So I started putting on weight. Um, And then I started working out and I recognized that I was putting on weight and I was like, okay, this has got to stop. Um, and Todd's 
Todd's mom passed away. She had diabetes, heart issues. And I was like, we can't, I can't, I don't want to repeat this cycle for my children. I've got to figure this out so that we don't keep repeating the cycle because it's just really prominent in the black families, Mm -hmm. black community. Um, Like I need, I need to figure this out for me. And I also, I also used to hate these comments of, oh, you look really good to have had two kids. Oh, that is, oh. (laughs) just what is that what is i mean so what is I, that? I, I if i hadn't have had two kids i would look like what i don't what does don't that know. mean mine is the single mom you look so good for being a single mom are we mm. supposed to look desperate like i don't understand like what is the <laughs> not version of like that so i i, I don't think know. their hearts are in the right place it just doesn't they yeah. just don't know i mean i yeah um so I was like, you know, I really want to get to a point where I know that I'm fit. I look in the mirror and I see that I'm fit and I'm doing the right things. And I want to be able to be judged. So I want to get like, I'm tired of like working to get to somewhere. I want to get to a point where I can be judged objectively. Wow. Um, and outside of anybody knowing who I am or what I've done or yeah. the fact that I've had two C-sections and like, I, I want to get on a stage with other women in my age or possibly younger or older and I want to be judged um that's probably not for the faint of heart wow Um, no I'm trying to think no I don't think I would ever say that to myself I'm like looking at you in awe right now I should have done a video recording of this that is that is really amazing so it's just it just you were thinking about it or just did you see other people or so I had put it on my bucket list. I turned 40 in 2020. And I said, I wanted to do this before I turned four. By the time, I, my, at least by my 40th birthday, I wanted to do it. Well, COVID happened and mm-hmm. I was still working out. Then the wise closed, the shut, everything shut down. So I'm like working out from home. And then I started to put on a little bit more weight. I didn't, I didn't go crazy in quarantine, but it was like so frustrating because I, I had made such good progress and mm-hmm. then COVID came and like just it yeah. all went out the window again. So here we go. So, <laughs> so so we come out of quarantine. I go back to my Y. I'm like running on the treadmill one day and one of the ladies, her name is Marcy. She's she works at my Y and she's like, she's talking to Todd actually. And Todd, and she's like, you know, I'm prepping for a competition. She's like, you know, I've been doing this for like 20, almost 20 years. And I was like, and I, I'm on the treadmill. I don't hear her saying this, but Todd tells her, oh, Keita wants to do that. That's on her bucket list. So she comes running over to me and says, uh-huh. I hear you want to compete. I was like, yeah, it's, it's been on my bucket list for a few years. She's like, Okay, here's my coach's number. I'm calling her right now. You're going to make your appointment. We need to get you ready. We need to get you prepped. So at this point, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I was thinking about it. I didn't know I was really (laughs) wanting to do it. Like, uh uh-oh, I guess I better do this now. And so... No, I, I I thought about it and I was like, okay, if not now, when? Um, yeah. I've put off for a year almost now with COVID and it's, now it's time to do it. Um, so I called her coach um, and I made an appointment and I was, I was in her office the next week um, doing a consultation, taking some pictures that were not flattering um, <laughs> in Louise. Um, but I got to where I needed to go. So I started last, I've been lifting and, and doing work, working out for probably the better part of a while, but more consistently pre COVID, I was working out probably the first, those two years before that. And then after that, and I was still doing some working out at home. Um, 
but last September, yeah, last September is when I called my coach, Karen, um, and said, I, I want to do this. And yeah. so I went to go see her. We set up a plan. She taught me through posing. Um, and then she tweaked my diet a little bit and we worked on what I needed to work out on. And she just kind of tweaked my, the program that I had already set for myself. So from September to May, it took me nine months to, to go from 150, like 150, 152 to 118 for competition stage weight. I lost about a pound a week. Oh my gosh. That is so amazing. I don't, amazing is not the right word. I wish I had a better word. That is beautiful, actually. That is yeah. incredible. It is like life changing. Like, it, I don't. It's the most. I can't even explain how empowering and and like yeah. what a what a confidence booster it is to like know that. Like, honestly, getting to this point and being able to compete and reaching this goal is probably one of like the biggest things I've ever done in my life. Like outside of getting married, outside of having two, two wonderful children, love my family. Um, but it is like, because it's for me, it's something that I've done. I've taken the time. I recognize the work that I've put in. And, and honestly, it wasn't like the food and the diet part is the hardest portion of the working out. Once you've committed and it's, it's funny because like, you asked me about paleo and whether the family was all on paleo. Like, yeah, they were on paleo. Well, then I cleaned up my diet. So like basically took out no fried foods, no bread, no refined sugar, no processed meat. Um, I actually eat way more now than I ever ate. Um, and all those times when I was on Weight Watchers, that's why I think it's funny because you need you need food and you need the right foods to, to build the body that you want. Um, but I eat way more, I drink way more water, um, uh, <laughs> stay hydrated. Um, and my family, they're kind of on it and they're like, but there's certain portions where I'm like cutting, like right now I'm in the prep for my next competition, um, in a couple, in a month or so. Um, so I'll cut my carbs and I'll have to increase cardio. But I got to like the last four, like the last three weeks before my competition in May and my kids had decided they wanted McDonald's, right? So I'm in the house, (laughs) I'm in the house and Jordan, my youngest daughter comes in the house and she's like, I told them just eat in the car, mommy. I'm sorry. I don't, (laughs) she's like, I'm sorry, mommy. I didn't want to bring it in the house, but they said you wouldn't care. I was like, I don't. Jordan, I have literally got to this point. Do you think that Mills yeah. is even going to tempt oh, me at this she point? She was looking was out just, for you. <laughs> I was like, what have you been doing for the last five months when, <laughs> when I've been over here eating salads uh, <laughs> and grilled chicken and rice and broccoli and you over eating Chick-fil-A? Like, and all of a sudden, three weeks before the show, she decides, maybe we shouldn't be eating this in front of mommy. It's like, Jordan, thank you. <laughs> Thank, thank you. I love you too. But <laughs> I understand it. I can understand. And all of my snacks are like not the snacks that they want anymore. But then they realized that some of my my healthy snacks are, are actually not that bad. So like healthy snack. That sounds so not fun. <laughs> like that sounds. I'm just gonna be honest with you. It rice sounds cake. like healthy snacks. So caramel rice cakes. Oh um, yeah, I like those. Yeah, okay. they're delicious. I, when I'm cutting carbs at the end, I can't have a lot of carbs. So yes. mo- mostly um, caramel rice cakes. And mm, that's basically, that's like my go-to. And yeah. almond butter. <laughs> but 
butter. Yeah, I got hooked on almond butter. And then I got the height of the pandemic. It was like $17. I was like, whoa, whoa, Slim. Yeah, right. that close. <laughs> like, I know you. I know you. I don't know you Where like that. Where are you getting these almonds from? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? So, yeah, sometimes that. And I think that's another thing that kind of um, gets people off is the price of stuff. So yeah. I've been um, having to really adult hard and go just different <laughs> places for different things. Yeah. You can't just always shop at that one store if you want to get the best deals. And it's, yep. it sucks, but this yeah. is what I've been really, really learning. I was. I was buying bulk chicken. Um, right now, I'm trying to like cut out a lot of the animal protein. Um, my actual my coach is actually vegan, um, and actually my my friend Marcy is also vegan. Um, so they're vegan bodybuilders. They they do exist out there, and they wow. are they are ripped. Um, <laughs> so wow! Oh, that's good to know because you hear things like you can't get the same kind of look if you're not getting the meat or. That yeah. kind of protein. Okay, yeah. It is, it is possible. Um, it definitely takes some planning, but it is definitely possible to to get the look you want. Um, it's but yeah, diet is is number one. But I also want to make sure there are also like there are also some stigmas behind bodybuilding and it actually not being healthy because if you've looked in the news, there's like a lot of bodybuilders who have passed away that are kind of old or not that old actually. Um mm-hmm. You want to like you want to do it the right way. So I didn't want to like do anything to jeopardize my health further, um, going to one from one extreme to the other. But so that's one reason I'm a natural bodybuilder and no steroids. Um, in my pictures, I may look ginormous. Um, some days I like I look huge, but then if you put me beside somebody, you're like you're not that. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Yeah, it's it's been fun. It's been life changing. Like I can't. It's so much fun to talk about and yeah. and share what I've learned. Like I am by no means certified in any of this. I have a coach and I work with other people to make sure that I'm doing the right things. But I think it's amazing for me. One, I'm 40, 42 and I've done this in the last basically last year. And I competed in my first show. There's Marcy who's my my friend she turned 60 later this year and another lady that I competed against was 70 years old Um, and they are ripped like they (laughs) they are they are my inspiration um so it's it's never too late to to find a goal and whatever that goal is whether it's bodybuilding or or I don't know being a pilot or being a doctor like if you really truly want to do it it's never it's never too late that is so beautiful. I When I had the idea of the podcast, I said, one, I think people are in a pandemic fog and it's been kind of hard to shake it. Yes. Um, and two, they had a list of things they were wanting to get to before the pandemic and then never got to it or they've been trying to get back into it. Yeah. Um, trying not to feel guilty about finding something to do. So I said, you know, you can hear from a professional boxer, but if you hear from a boxer who's a dad who also drives a bus on the weekend that's a whole yeah. other thing so that's the reason why I thought of you and Porsche it's like these are mothers who are fitting it into the schedule and I know some days it, you don't want to uh, feel guilty about you know doing stuff for yourself but some days um you do even it kind of just creeps in oh, absolutely and I'm trying to help people say it's okay that's an okay emotion but you just yeah. keep trucking just yeah, <laughs> I mean it's, they tell you that you can't 
pour from an empty vessel, right? And like, you've got to fill yourself up before you can, before you can help anybody else. And I think that's true. Like, yeah, there are days mom guilt is real. Like I'm at the gym for at least two hours every day, pretty much. Um, And my kids are busy, but they've got tennis and they've got after tennis and track and whatever. Like I figure out my schedule. If I need to work out early, I work out early so I can be there to support them. But even if I'm like, okay, Kennedy, I got to like go work out real quick. I'll be be like halfway. I'll be there like halfway through your track meet or halfway through your tennis match. Um, She gets it. And she she recognizes that this is something for me. She knows that she's happy that I'm happy and that it kind of spreads throughout the family. So I also hope that I'm setting healthy examples for them to make sure that they make themselves a priority because a lot of times in society, especially with women, as a, at an early age, the girls are decide, determined to be like, oh, I need to be a wife. I need to be a girlfriend. I need to give and give and give. And they don't learn to be able to take do self-care for themselves. So hopefully I'm setting a good example. They are athletes and they have, if they know it or not, they've inspired me. Like the fact that my kids can, like one of them quit gymnastics. Like Kennedy was in gymnastics team and quit during the pandemic and decided, okay, I think I'll play tennis now. And then she like, she's the number one on her tennis team right now as a sophomore at the Southeast. So, I mean, they inspire me and then hopefully I'm inspiring them. And it's like, regardless of the age, like anybody can inspire anybody. Um, And I think it's just, it's like, it's a really wonderful cycle to be in. It's like being inspiring and pushing each other. Um, they always say we want to. They they want to be the Gilmore girls, and it's like I'm, I'm not being your Gilmore girl because I'm not your. I'm not your little friend. I'm not but your friend, that's I, that's what I'm trying to tell you. But I will be here, right? I, and you know that I'll be here. This I told him I I cannot be your friend because somebody has to drive this ship. Somebody right. has to drive it, and until you can also drive it, you know, one of us has to be in the lead. But exactly. we are we are very very yeah. Close. It's hard not to be. I mean. We've been through a lot in these last five years, right? <laughs> and then they're like teenagers. I got one with a learner's permit. Like, yeah. Um, it is. It is. But it's also, it's it's hard to say no. Um, I'm a soccer mom by choice. Yes. But I this one. I remember seeing you in soccer. We were in soccer together. We, my kids fell off of soccer quick. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we're over that. It's like. It's like, no, this isn't for us. I'm not doing like, that. Okay. She okay. chose band for herself. Now, that's like, I don't know, 10 home games. And they want you to volunteer for hours. It's like six. So at first I was like trying to go to every single one. And then I was like, you know what? No. And I said it in the mirror first. And then. <laughs> for you. No. Yeah. No, Amaya, I am not going to this one today. But it took a long time for me to get there. So I completely understand. It's like uh, trying to fit yourself into your life as well as your family into your life. And that's what I want people to try to connect with on this podcast, that people are doing it and they are struggling. It's not easy, but they are. They are making it work. Yeah, it's everything is hard. You choose your heart, you know. Oh, that was good. Yeah, like it's hard to be on a bunch of medications and it's hard to be overweight to the point where it's messing up and slowing you down. They choose which heart you want. Like, pick one. I did not want my daughter wiping my butt. So that was (laughs) my goal. I thought, what is the worst possible thing that could happen (laughs) to you? 
right now is your daughter wiping and asking her to help you to the restroom. I do not want to do that earlier than I have to. She's the only only child, and that's a lot yeah. to put on one person. So yeah, I, I won't do that to her. I was tipping the scales at 300. So when okay. I see your pictures, I say, oh my God, I feel like I'm part of your journey, even though I was not there. But thank yeah. you. Thank you for sharing your, you know, your stories yeah, and stuff. No it's inspiring to me as well. No problem. Congratulations to you too. Thank I mean, you. you're doing it out there too. Um, yeah, it's but it's it's so it's so empowering. Like I like I'm I, I know you know, like you just it feels good to wake up and not be achy and I mean you still might have an ache or two, but it just it just feels so much better to recognize that you're making like healthy life choices and then hopefully you're helping secure that legacy for your future, your your children and your yeah. possible grandchildren. I mean, you know, like oh yeah, no, I told her not to bring me home no babies, but <laughs> well, but you yeah. know, you know, what you know, somebody you else know, is, yeah. Years and years and years on like years you know, like <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You know, and you know what else is good is the clothing choices now. So I've gone from a size 24 to a size 8. Okay, yeah. So I look at my clothes, right? And I say, would I have mm-hmm. chosen these clothes before had I not been the size that I was? So even that has yeah. been like very mind altering for me. And I, you know, I cried a little bit because I was like, what, you know, what was I doing to myself if this is how I would really want to dress? So that yeah. was another thing. Yeah, I I did the same thing and actually right at competition, like so like right before competition, like I get I lean out to the point where I'm lean as I possibly can be, but that's not like a that's not a fun place to be in that lean. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you after the show you you put a little bit of weight back on. <clears throat> but at that point I'm like smaller than my kids. Right. Um, <laughs> and they're wearing like I'm like, where where are my shorts? Where are they? <laughs> like, <laughs> they're taking my clothes. I was like, this is weird. Like, <laughs> wearing clothes with my kids. Do I yeah. like this? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't. I. I mean, I like the. I like being able to pick out clothes and like things to fit. Yeah. Like they're supposed to fit right off the rack. Um, but my kids are taking my clothes and um. Yeah, like I'm like, where, where am I? Where's that shirt? And then they're like, oh, that's kind of cute. But now you know, like moms need to be lame, so <laughs> like, or not. But I think maybe if I could, you just let me see if I could wear that. Like, <laughs> I might want to like it. <laughs> I completely understand. <laughs> I had this one moment where I'm like trying on size large, and like it was still fitting. I was like, shouldn't I be like an extra small by now or something? But maybe this wasn't how the this was how the large was supposed to look, and how I was looking before was not how the large was supposed to look. So that was another that was another moment. Mm-hmm. So do you think you have like convinced your husband to also do competitions and stuff? Is he along for the ride as well? Right now, no. Um, he is definitely like we compete internally um i i I think i i mean i my my one of my mottos is i that my only competition is me like yeah everybody can win i'm just trying to beat me um i'm trying to be a better me every day um so but internally we are a very competitive household Um, (laughs) so like if i'm going to lift if my coach is like hey you need to lift heavy 
and I pick up a weight. Like if we go to the weight rack and I'm picking up a weight, he's like, what, what are you picking up? And I'm like, I'm picking up thirties. <laughs> and he's like, okay, well, I'm picking up 50. <laughs> I'm like, it's like, you don't even know what I'm lifting. You don't even know what workout I'm doing, but you're just going to go heavier just for the sake of going heavier. Um, there's no way I'm outlifting him, um, which nor should I be able to. Um, but yeah, he's like, he, he works out and he's, he, he's kind of on the diet. Um, sometimes he's more strict than others, um, which is fine because he's, his goals aren't the same as mine. Um, so right now his, he doesn't have any plans of competing, but there are, there are, um, Mr. and Mrs. competitions where you can enter together. Um, there's also, there's also like mother daughter competitions where we enter together. So but my kids, uh, they're they're haters someday. It's <laughs> not happening. Be your own people. It'd be your own people. <laughs> that is so neat. Yeah. So this whole world of competitions and do you yeah. feel do you feel intimidated when you walk in the door? Do you feel like like what am I doing or do you feel? So I used to be very intimidated by going to the Y. I remember being before, right when I first kind of got into like working out, like going into like Planet Fitness, and Planet Fitness is like like the the friendliest of <laughs> no grunting in here. Um, and I and I was intimidated. I just was yeah. like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and. It just and I have just like seen people like flailing around in there, and I was one of those people flailing around at first. But now, if I go into why, I feel, I'm like I feel like I own it. Like I, <laughs> this is my domain. <laughs> I don't care. Do you need help? I don't work here, but I can help you. Right. Else? Like, but please get out of my way. <laughs> um. Yeah. But like, it doesn't matter. It can, I can be the only female in the building. I do not care. I will still get in and get my sets done. Um, if you ask me for help, I normally have my headphones blasting, so I don't hear anything. But if somebody asks me to help, I'm of course, I'm there to help. And I see other women, um, and sometimes men, men won't necessarily, men, you know, the ego is like, it's big. So that if they see me in there, if they, even if they look like they need help, they're definitely not going to ask me to <laughs> Um, but the women will sometimes come up to me and like, hey, can you tell me how to do this? Or what are you doing? Are you a trainer? Uh, and I just try to be as honest as possible. I'm like, no, I'm not a trainer. I can tell you what I've done um, mm -hmm. at the Y. My Y is like Marcy, like I said, I love her. Like, I love my Y. Um, and they've got like this this wall of of progression, basically. So like my before and afters um, are on the wall. So people see that sometimes and then they're like, you're like a celebrity. You didn't tell me. You didn't tell me. You should have led with that. Oh, that is so encouraging. That is very encouraging. Yeah. So there's a bunch of people. There's there's it's a whole wall of people. And I actually got my my pictures up there this year. Um, so people see that picture and then they'll see me in the gym and they're like, Oh, that's you. I saw you on the on the gym on the thing. Congratulations. Um and so they think that like I'm a trainer or something. I'm like, no, I got a coach. And most coaches who even are coach, most coaches have their own coaches. Yeah. Um, so it's it's always good to ask for help. Um, don't be ashamed of asking for help. And I originally I started I started real slow. Like I started walking, then I started running a little bit, and then I was like, oh, let me go over to the machine weights and see what's going on over there. And then it's like, okay, let me go to free weights and. Free weights. So the journey to free weights was that scary? Because that it scares me to death. 
Um, and every time I try to go, there's always this guy is like, you need any help? I'm like, no, no, I do not. And now I'm not going. So, <laughs> yeah, I wish. I mean, you know, yeah, <laughs> it's because she's so cute. Um, just want to go like I just I want to help people because I know I feel the mental block when I even think about free weight. Like it's a yeah. big, it's a big step. Yeah, it, and you can you have to be really careful too because you can if you don't know what you're doing you can definitely hurt yourself. Um, I downloaded this app. I use a couple of apps. So my main app that I use is Body Space. Um, so I use the free version. I don't. I haven't paid for any memberships, and they have like programs you can choose like if you're a beginner, advanced, and intermediate. And they have these programs, and some of them are just ongoing, and some of them will only be like eight to twelve weeks. And it basically walks you through each one of the um, workouts. It'll give you a whole workout and it'll walk you through each one. And there's videos of how to do it and like the description of how to perform the exercise correctly. So that's what I use if originally. Um, and actually I still use it today. Like I say originally, but I'm still using that same app and I can create my own templates or I can build off of another template. Um, and that's how I keep track. So I can literally go back five years and see all what I work, what my workout was, um, and how I've progressed and what weights. And it actually holds how much weight you're you're lifting. So bodybuilding to force your muscles to grow a lot of you need the right food, but you also need to be lifting heavy to force your muscles to like go to hypertrophy to to kind of start breaking down to build to build back up. <clears throat> So, but, but heavy is relative to everybody. So, and even, I even caught myself like the last few weeks thinking that I could not lift a certain amount of weight because it just seems heavy already. <laughs> and I, I mean, I have to slowly progress to get a little bit heavier and you'd be surprised how quickly it happens. Like people think that weight loss and muscle building and muscle gaining is is a long process and it's not, it's not quick. It's, you're not going to see it from next to this week to next week, but it happened. Your body will respond when you give it the right things. Your body responds quick. Um, right. It absolutely does. But yeah, free weights, I'd say go slow, work your way up on the, from the, like the low end and, and push yourself just a little. If you can get off eight, eight reps, eight to 10 reps, then you're probably at a good range and like over probably three or four sets. Yeah. <clears throat> heavy is probably what you can do in like five or six reps, but yeah. So you've been having fun with it as well, right? It hasn't always, it's oh. not. Yeah. Well, this is, Oh, my workout, my workout is my favorite part of the day. Like I, <laughs> like, I love it. It's like, <laughs> it is my therapy. Yeah. Like right now I spend right now I'm in, in the middle of a cut. So I'm like, I, I'm eating all day and then I finish work and then I go and I, I, I will do my lifting for probably about an hour, hour and a half. And then I've got like between 30 and 45 minutes of steady state cardio. So is, and, is this, this is to get ready for a competition? Yeah. Okay. And so a normal, a normal time frame. if you're not ready for competition, are you still working out the same or you... I'm probably doing about an hour and a half of lifting and probably maybe probably not as much cardio. Um, cardio is just to cut fat. Okay. Yeah. This has been so amazing listening to your story and your journey. I know there's other interests you have. You also, you're, you're a traveler. You've been some places. Yeah. I went on my first solo trip out of the country this year. I went to Aruba. Um, Love Aruba. I, I I felt like I was at home in Aruba. I like I had a rental car and Todd called me and he's like, 
how are you on the phone driving and <laughs> you're not looking at the GPS? I was like, I don't know. The, the island is like 16 miles long. <laughs> I can't get lost. Like, I just I turn around. <laughs> I think I'm okay. I think, I think it's all right. But I kept making it way back, my way back to my little Airbnb. Um, he's like, you're not even, I didn't even, I didn't even tell half my family that I was going because they were going to freak out when I told them I was yeah. going by myself. Yeah, I'm freaked out. And you already came back. And, you know, that's insane. How, I mean, but I've wanted, I want to start doing trips too. I always feel guilty about taking trips. And I'm like, when would she get to this state if she doesn't come with me? You know, like, <laughs> like when is the next time she'll get to go? So I, I do want to start. So what, so what got you to Aruba? I just, I was looking for a solo trip to, to like kick this off because I was, I've, I travel quite a bit for work um, and I'm normally always by myself. Um, so I've traveled to most of the States by myself. And so I was like, okay, I, I'm, I'm done with the States right now. <laughs> I want to see something else. Um, so I was like researching places to go and Aruba kept popping up. It was either, it was going to be between Aruba or Colombia. Um, so I may do Colombia this next year. I don't know. I'm actually looking more at like Portugal, but we'll see. We'll see where I land. Um, but yeah, like Aruba is like a super chill island. Um, mm-hmm. and there's not, it's not as like party. I mean, you can find the parties, but it's like just really laid back. It's not like Jamaica where it's like party, party, party mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, <clears throat> and there's time for that, but I, that wasn't what I was looking for. I was just looking for to go chill I knew I had to stay on my diet um too so um, oh so you're also on the diet too while you're traveling oh yeah how is that this was March that I went for my birthday so it was the March it was like what six weeks before my competition so it was fine I I got an Airbnb I didn't get a a hotel um I needed a kitchen so I could Mm -hmm. cook and fix food and then it's on the island, so there's a lot of seafood. I could eat clean. I could pick and choose. And I've learned how to kind of order food if I need to, and I know what I can take with me. Otherwise, like, even now, like, if we go out to eat, I'll look at the menu. If I can't eat it, I'm packing my food, and I'm bringing my my little Tupperware bowls <laughs> with me to the restaurants. Um, but that's just, really? a, that's just what I have to do, um, yeah. and, I, and it's okay so much dedication that is so beautiful I'm so glad you're getting to share that with people because I had no idea how you were eating I was oh trying yeah to it out. yeah yeah pretty much anywhere I go yeah I have to pack my food um I have a bag for food just and, it, and it's not just a little bit of food it's food it's a lot of food <laughs> I said when I when I first saw those competition pictures I was like I wonder what she's eating and I know people want to know because they they also want to try. I know people do. People want to try. They want to do better. It's just how do you get to that first step? And then yeah. can you show me someone else who's, you know, doing it in their life too? So Yeah. I mean, what I'm eating is a lot, but it's all clean. It's grilled yeah. chicken, it's rice, it's broccoli, it's um, like vegan soup, um, green smoothies, oatmeal on a good day. Um, and not, not Quaker, not the Quaker crap. Oh, you're doing um, still oats? Is it still oh, overnight yeah. oats? I do. No, uh, I don't, can't get into the overnight oats. I tried. I've tried it. multiple times. I've, I've tried so many times and I have had so much oatmeal going to trash. I don't know how people do it. <laughs> no, I will cook my, I do. I have, um, still cut thick oats, Bob's meal, um, that I, I cook on the stove actually. And I add chia seed to it to add a little bit more protein. 
um, and almond milk, mostly water, but a little bit of almond milk at the end. And then I'll put like honey and walnuts and either like sauteed apple or banana in there. Um, Those filling. Oh yeah. That is like the most filling part of the day. That meal is like, it lasts for so long and I'm like, I still got more food to eat. Like, cause I'm eating <laughs> every two hours. Um, so I'm, I'm full after that one. And then the green smoothie normally like every, every day, um, with protein, but protein is a big thing. I mean, I'm eating probably a hundred, uh, not probably, I know I'm between 120 to 130 grams of protein per day based on what my ideal body weight is. So, okay. but yeah. And and the coach, does the coach help you? Because I think um, also people need to make sure that they are, you know, being healthy and and doing it the right way. The coach helps you stay like on that healthy mindset and doing stuff the correct way. Yeah. So she's um, she's technically my posing coach. So with the competition, she is teaching me how to pose the right way um, when I get on stage, because a lot of people think that all you have to do is get your body right and just show up and you're good but there's a that's lot of that is, that is not the case <laughs> like well, that's exactly like I did all this work like what else is there yeah there is there is how to pose how to do the right turns how to set your body up to show it off because it's just like taking a picture you know like you could take a picture and you don't have the right angle so the people don't see exactly what what you could have shown but this is basically showing you how to create that right angle every single time um, so that the, the judges are seeing all your hard work because you don't want to like get up there and not be able to show it all. Um, so like posing is like number one. But even on site, I mean, just because I've never been to a competition. I Here I am wanting to go, be in a competition. And I've never even been to one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, um, I want to so, do that. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Like, I want to do that, but I've never seen it. So then I started watching it and I'm like, okay, well, I had to get a tan. Yes, this brown girl had to get a tan. Um, got glazed down, tanned, had a whole makeup artist. And I looked at myself in the mirror and I literally probably have 50 pictures in my phone of me looking at myself. Like, <laughs> Are you? you look so good. Did you tell me I look good? Yes, I did. Why, thank you. Who is this person that I am looking at? Like, it sounds like me, but this does not look like me because I have not ever worn that much makeup. Um, <laughs> but, um, but you felt like, so, so good. Right. Yeah. I mean, I got on the stage and everybody's like nervous and I was not, I wasn't even nervous. I got out there and it was like, it was so hot. The air condition broke in the facility. I'm in this swimsuit that is teeny tiny. (laughs) I'm sweating profusely. um, And I have this tan that's like dripping down my body. (laughs) Um, They're like literally patting me off as (laughs) when I walk off the stage Um, because I have to like turn right back around and go out there. Um, it was amazing. It just, it, but it, I, I never did get nervous. And my mom, my mom was like, she's seen some pictures, like she's seen my progression and they've all seen me because like that last, like those last 14 days right before competition and that last seven days, like my body changed so dramatically. Like it is like, I, Todd took pictures and then I had to like send pictures to my coach regularly. Mm-hmm. I, I normally I'll see her like every week or every other week, but those last few days, she wanted pictures like every two or three days. I didn't know I was going to change that much. But then like looking at the pictures, I'm like, whoa, like it is amazing the difference. I'll send you some pictures. Um, yeah. But it, it's amazing how quick or how much your body changes when you're tweaking it. And they, the coaches know, like if you've got a good coach, they know, even they see the things that you won't even think about yeah. seeing. Yeah. 
but yeah, like there's a whole lot more to it than just like getting in shape and then going on stage. You got routines and all kinds of stuff. Like it's, it's amazing. Who prepares you for the routines? My coach, she, she, um, so I gave her some songs that I liked and then she developed a, a routine for me to perform. So yeah. Wow. (laughs) I guess I need to go to a show to see. I guess you kind of had this idea in your mind that people are just walking back and forth and kind of moving their shoulders and then they call a winner. But yeah, and and generally most people don't even think about it being women, right? Like you're thinking Arnold Schwarzenegger, you're like, Uh, like yeah. (laughs) And Um, then black women at that, did you feel represented there or? Yeah, there was there was a whole group of us um, there. Um, and what was actually I meant part of like another this Facebook group on of bodybuilders on Facebook. And I posted my competition pictures after the competition. And there was like so many ladies that were like, thank you so much for wearing your natural hair. Like, thank you. I, I feel seen. And you, that wasn't even something I was thinking about. I was like, I'm not, I, I don't know. I'm not knocking anybody who decides to wear a lace front or, or a wig or whatever, but it wasn't just, that wasn't even in part of my thoughts. <laughs> um, so this, you're going to get what I give you. Um, we didn't. <laughs> well, I is- thought it was, I was like, oh, she's wearing her natural hair. I said the same thing. And I was up there liking every <laughs> single picture. Like, oh my God, her hair looks so great. She looks so great. It was, it is a big thing. Like you just, like, like even yeah. for, I think if I have my next interview, I said to myself, I'm going to wear my Afro. And to me, that was a big, it was a big yeah. step. Me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I bet eventually, because I mean, my afro noun is small. I mean, I used to be huge. I was, and then I cut it. It looked like my lady behind me. Um, but yeah, like it's so part of me now that I'm like, you either take it or you leave it. I, my coach is like, they're not going to care about your hair unless it's a complete distraction on the stage. So, mm-hmm. but your body speaks for itself. And I like, I have had two C-sections. I'll say this, like people worry about like whatever scars that your body, like your body has gone through things that have brought people into this world, have saved your life. Like the coaches, the judges don't look at that kind of stuff. They're just looking at your muscle and your, and your definition and your symmetry. Like they know that women, especially when you get into like these master categories when you're 35 plus, um, they recognize that and they they're not you're not going to get cut taken points away because you have a c-section scar i've got one um and i and i'm always like looking at it like uh, are you sure you're sure that's not gonna be a problem and she's like it's fine she's like you will not be the only one other people will possibly even have stretch marks because a lot of these women have are they haven't been like fit their entire life like this isn't something like there's a lot of women who wait till they're 35 and 40 or plus to decide this is what I want to do because they've lived this life of like, so, so having the same comments, having Mm -hmm. people tell them that they are not good enough or feeling like they're not good enough and needing something to call their own. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, it's, it's, that community is just so supportive too. Um, As you're going about and asking questions, like the people really, truly want to help you be the best you. And even if you're competing against each other, you realize you become like the sisterhood behind stage for like this hour that you're back there because everybody is like so excited because you don't know what the other lady's stories are. Like everybody on that stage looks ripped, but you don't recognize that there are people who are 
200, 300 plus pounds um, that have gotten to the point where they can be on stage and nobody has any idea. And it's like amazing. Like just getting to that point, whether you win or not, is is you've already won before you even walk onto that stage. So it's it's just amazing. Um, I and I've got four swords. I I did place, I didn't even say that. I, I did play second place. I almost got a pro card on my very first competition. So that's that's the goal now. And I gotta have that pro card so I can peep the money. <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome. So your first time out the gate. And so yeah. this next time, um wait, so your goals each time will just to be to get a card each time. Is that? Or, well, yeah, uh, so there's this was an amateur show that I was in. Um, I, I did debut. I was in four different categories. I was in debut. I was in no, um, novice, true novice, which means my first show debut. Novice means I have never won first place in a show. Well, of course I hadn't because I had never been in the show. Um, and then 35 plus. And then I was in the open, which is anybody in the figure category. So there's a few different categories you could be in. You could be in like bikini, you could be in wellness, and you could be in physique and figure. So I'm in the figure category, which is basically the, the I wear heels um, and the poses are a little bit different for each category. Um, so yeah, for novice, for debut, I got second place. For novice, I got second place. For 35 plus, I got second place. And for open, I got third place. Wow. Um, so that's competing against women who were potentially, actually not potentially, there was one lady in my in my debut category that was 23, 24, and here I am 42. Look at that. Um, Look at that. That is so encouraging. That is yeah. so encouraging. Wow. Yeah. So, so if you get first place in the open or the master's category, you get and for OCB, there's a couple different federations too. Um, you get a pro card, which means you can compete at the pro level. Um, and the pro level, you get sort. I mean, you get awards, but you also have the potential to compete for money. Um, so this next show that I'm going to be in um, in in November is a NPC show. It's my first NPC NPC show. I was in an OCB show back in May. Um, so this one is an amateur show. I'll do that one. If I place well there, I can get to go to nationals. And then at nationals, I could get a pro card. Kita girl. So congratulations. You put off right now. Right. Um, literally, 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 like I'm trying to build a butt and work it off at the same time. At the um, same time. <laughs> congratulations. That is so amazing. That is really amazing. Please do not stop sharing those photos. Like even if you think I'm sick of seeing myself, we are not sick of seeing you. We are so we are so excited for everything you're doing, really, honestly. Thank you so much. Yeah, I do. Like I, you're, it's funny because I do. I feel like I like people saw some of my progressions, but I kind of waited to the end. Um, the accountability. I found weird places to find accountability. Um, so like last on Friday, I said, okay, I'm I'm officially prepping for my show, which like now. The whole world knows it because it's on Facebook. It's on Instagram. Um, so I guess I got to do it. Um, so, yeah, thanks for saying that because I do like there's sometimes I'm like, are you guys out here thinking that I'm like trying to get likes? Because I really I'm, I'm going to do this regardless of whether there's social media yeah. or not. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 please. No, never stop posting that. Honestly, it's just so encouraging. I show my daughter. I show friends. I'm like, look at my girl. Look, no, no, you don't understand. <laughs> look at my girl on this stage. Yes. Um, 
so yeah. so excited for you honestly well, thank you so much thank you I really appreciate the support I it's it has been you don't realize who you're inspiring um because I've gotten like after my competition I posted those pictures and there have been people literally all over the country, people that I don't even know, people who have like reached out to me and said that I was like so inspiring to inspiring to them. And I, I am grateful that I can be an inspiration to to anybody and everybody who, who I've inspired. Um, but I just also want to make sure that everybody knows that like it, it's I, there's nothing special about me like anybody can do this. Like we're all special. Like everybody can win. Like everybody can win. Everybody can win. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. Is there anything else you want to tell the people before we go or last encouraging words? I just say don't put off today what you can get done today. Like don't like if there if you've got something that's like kind of like in your soul, like telling you like one day I need to do this, like go ahead, start it, go ahead and make the jump, do it scared, ask for help, like do whatever you need to do to just just start it. Like there's, there's not a lot of time left, even though you might think it is like, just go ahead and do it. Like you're gonna like do it scared. Like just go ahead and do it. Um, if for anybody that wants to follow me, um, I'll try to do better with posting, but I, I, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'll do. I'll try to do better with posting my, my name on Instagram is at classic with a K underscore Kita K I T A. Um, and on Facebook, I am Nikita Michelle. Um, so, but yeah, I really appreciate you having me here today. It's so great. I can literally talk all day about this because it's just like so near and dear to me. Like it's, it's an amazing journey. And I wish anybody, everybody could feel this feeling of like accomplishment. So like I said, like, just do it. If whatever your it is, just do it. And oh, I know that's not mine. That's Nike's, but. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think to do it scared. I think that that is a beautiful sentiment, especially for what I'm trying to do with this podcast. So, like I yeah. said, you were one of the first people I thought of that I wanted to ask see if you would come on and, and join me for this. And I'm I'm so grateful that you did. And maybe you'll come back and tell us what that competition was like and, and how you feel about that. So, Absolutely. thank you for joining me tonight, and uh, I look forward to seeing your pictures and your journey some more. Thank you.